Ah, yes. Fall is here. The weather, the cold weather has kicked in, and I have some breaking news. We don't have a breaking news uh, chime. It's okay. It's okay. Uh, For the next four (laughs) to five months, uh, you will see me wearing a sweatshirt with a hoodie. That is my (laughs) cold weather attire. I will still have a race t-shirt underneath that sweatshirt and hoodie, but it officially is sweatshirt and hoodie attire now can you go running with a sweatshirt on like i i don't you know i didn't really i wasn't an exercise type person prior to you getting me into this thing but i I mean what is the purpose of a sweatshirt because i feel like maybe back in the 70s and 80s one would wear a sweatshirt to work out but now i feel like no one does that so what is the purpose of said sweatshirt uh, well, it depends on the weather, Don. If it's uh, under a certain temperature, uh, you can wear a sweatshirt because you'll be freezing otherwise. Uh, however, if it's uh, you know 60 degrees, there's no reason to wear a sweatshirt. Would you wear a sweatshirt to go on a run? I am going to do that tomorrow morning. Interesting. Oh, just to rob 7-Elevens or to pretend you're Bill Belichick. <laughs> we want winners here. You smell like a winner. From days of long ago. From uncharted regions of the universe. Well, we better get on with it. Broadcasting live, it's radio for winners. Here are your hosts, Tony, Jeremy, and Don. Another week, another episode, Radio for Winners, Jeremy, Tony, and OCR Don. What does that mean? Obstacle Course Racer. (laughs) Hey, I do want to quickly point out that um, I I know we didn't make a bet, but uh, we should have made a bet in some way, shape, or form. Um, This is now the second time that Jeremy has not come to record the show live (laughs) and in person. Now, in my defense... I don't care to hang out with you. No, I. in my defense, we don't have a set night. It's very hard for me to say, yes, I'll be free if we're moving nights around. And this week we moved it to Tuesday. I'm trying to paint uh, large portions of my house before this weekend. So I am painting before and after recording tonight. I was all about doing it Wednesday night. We could have definitely done it Wednesday night. I, that was what we normally do. Um, but um, it, you said you couldn't. you weren't available Wednesday. No, no. Tony said, could we do Tuesday or Wednesday? And I said, I can do either day. And he said, well, how about Tuesday then? So I said, sure. So what you're saying is that the reason that you're not here recording live is because of Tony. I'm just saying I would be here if it was tomorrow. And the reason I picked Tuesday is to get this over with as quickly as possible. (laughs) Band-Aid off. Hey, speaking of getting over things as quickly as possible, America has voted. America Ooh. has voted. And guess what they voted for, Jeremy? Uh. Hey, Jeremy, it's Sewer Hogan here. Looks like America <laughs> wants me to continue to be on your podcast. I'm so super excited. Aren't you? Governor Hogan. Uh, yeah, apparently I'm the only person that voted no to, go- to Governor Hogan. Governor so. Hogan, we are so excited that you continue to impress our great state of Maryland, all the Marylanders out there. We are continuing our, our current invitation to have you on our podcast anytime you want. Thank you so very much. I'm so looking forward to continuing my great appearances here on Radio for Winners. 
I'm not Governor Hogan anymore because people voted for you. So now it's it's up to you. It's all your fault, audience. I was all about turning this off, but no, everyone else voted against it. So I'm hope Governor, you enjoy it. Governor Hogan, why are you in a sewer? Remember, I was down here looking for those drug smugglers down here in Walmart, and, and unfortunately, no one came down here to help me get out. So I continue to be down here serving Marylanders well down here in the sewers of Walmart. Gee. <laughs> oh, news work. item has ruined my life. <laughs> That's what happens when you start roughing up America there, uh, there, Jeremy. You know what? Making America great again. Sewer Hogan constantly going to be in uh, this podcast for, uh, for the very foreseeable future. <laughs> I can't wait. Two weeks from now, uh, we will be done with the election. I should never have to hear about making America great again. Uh, I mean, Sewer Hogan will be around apparently forever, but uh, at least the rest of the politics will be done and over. Hey, for- Jeremy, how'd you do? We're starting the show off a uh, whole bunch, of, whole bunch of great topics that everyone wants to hear about our picks league. Uh, Don, I have to say, you won again, Don. You did. You beat everybody. I did. Single-handedly, not even a tie for first uh, for the week. You crushed everyone. Congratulations. I crushed it this past week. And again, you can probably turn that theme off. <laughs> Won't be needing it. Ravens are Won't a giant smashed fire. Hey, you know what's not going to happen this week is the Ravens losing. That's true. It's the bye week. They'll That's find a way right, there. They're not even. That's the worst, the worst possible game. Geno <laughs> Smith led the Jets, and they still managed to win. Just now, feeling this Friday, people will be casting their votes to do away with Sewer, <laughs> Sewer Hogan. <laughs> be asking if they can re-vote. Jeremy's actually going to go in and create new Facebook profiles just so that he can personally vote on uh, extinguishing Sewer Hogan. Now, um, Tony, I do have a little bit of a bone to pick with you as we kind of move on, but... Um, you said that we were tied now in the picks league. Is that, is that you said that? I believe we're tied for third. Yes, we are not. You are fourth. I am third. I am in third. You sir oh. are one point behind. Jeremy, nowhere to be found. I don't even want to talk about it, Don. Where is Ryan Connor? Below me. That's all that matters. <laughs> Ryan Connor is underneath my sad score. Wow! Both this league and his picks league, uh, so it's it's that that makes it a win as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I can't wait to take you two to Vegas. Two winners betting it up in Las Vegas. Uh, well, thankfully for everybody, I will have zero dollars for the rest of my life. I am not going back to Vegas. Lovely. Uh, let's LinkedIn. I got to tell you, you're talking about profiles, Don. I recently. Uh, out of a little job scare where they were doing massive layoffs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was not impacted this go around, but it made me decide, hey, maybe I should put some stuff together, be a little bit more proactive in the job search. So uh, LinkedIn has a like premium membership where you, uh, <laughs> where you can sign up for it if you're a job seeker and it apparently helps you uh, in some way get a job. What it did for me is it signed me up for this uh, to get automa- automatic messages for a forum. Uh, for a job secret forum uh, where people just post about how they can't find jobs. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's really <laughs> Oh, so it's a Facebook membership. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's just like, uh, it's constant posts about how people have been looking for jobs and just complaining about for the last six months how they can't find anything. So, uh, great. Great job, LinkedIn. It's uh, it's so it's so essentially it's like the uh, it's like a diary of like negativity <laughs> of everybody's sob stories of not being able to find jobs, and that's that's yeah. what they post on there, right? So it's everybody's last ditch desperation to find a job in a hurry, but then LinkedIn charges you money to join the group. 
Yes, and speaking of a uh, last-ditch attempt at desperation, I uh, have restarted uh, journaling, my, journaling my food entries. What does that uh, mean exactly? Uh, I go to MyFitnessPal, it's an uh -huh. app, and I put in all the food that I have each day, and uh, my goal is to have 110 carbs or less per day, and over the last two days, I've averaged about 700 carbs. Which might explain why I'm not losing weight. <laughs> so I, how many carbs are in a $5 <laughs> hot and ready? Because <laughs> that's what I'm averaging a day since the, since the uh, Savage Race. I've pretty much eaten takeout pizza every single day. It's so I, think that has, uh, I think it has 40 grams of carbs and 8 grams of cancer. Oh, so good. Uh, it's funny you say that because I feel like I've been eating like really crappy since we've gotten done this race. And, you know, I probably picked up, you know, two pounds or so. Not that it's a big deal, but um, we took the kids up to Skyline Drive um, last week. And um, I feel like all I did was eat the entire time, like stopped at a Mexican restaurant on the way up and stopped at another place on the way down. I mean, it was, all I did was just continue to eat and not just eat a little bit, but just eat like plate loads of food. Is there, am I hibernating for the winter? Should I get a sweatshirt out? Are you wearing a sweatshirt because you're fat? I'm confused. A little bit of both. I am wearing a, I only wear large uh, t-shirts and sweatshirts that are very large because I'm overweight. Uh, <laughs> and uh, secondly... Uh, I'm just a fat loser. <laughs> wow. Wow. Self, uh, that's... Very uplifting episode of Radio <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> wow. I, you know, he needs to probably lay off that, that LinkedIn premium because it's depressing him about his own self-worth. <laughs> it bringing, just... It's bring, bringing me down. Well, let's bring the show up with another announcement. We've lost a comedic legend. Oh, no. Who? Another reason why I'm sad. Another oh. reason why we're sad. Uh, this past week, we lost the great Kevin Meaney. Clapping like that, that will just encourage him. As soon as I heard it, he passed. What is the first thing that you said? I, I said, that's not right. Because, I, I mean, that's all I remember him from. I sang the Cheesecake Boat song. <laughs> I used to, I remember uh, I used to watch Kevin Meaning uh, growing up. It was it was probably like this year when you think about all the people that passed away. Celebrity was uh, you had two big comedic names, and I consider Kevin Meaning. I don't think he's getting the proper due uh, for exactly how uh, how great of a comedian he was. But they had Gary Shandling earlier in the year. Uh, earlier in the year, you had Kevin uh, Meaning this past weekend. Uh, two people that inspired me to do comedy, uh, and it's kind of uh, you know it's always just a shocker. Uh, when you when you see people like that, and he was young, he was only like six years old, so it was kind of. Kind of I, I remember watching him, and like you know, back like you know the latter latter part of like Johnny Carson's career, and like I remember he used to be on the Tonight Show with like uh, uh, with Jay Leno, but um, I, yeah, I think that he was a, a bit of a. I, I don't really feel like today's you know generation really knows who he was or or the impact that he had to comedy, but uh, it, it, I mean he was he was always a real fun guy. Well, he didn't have much of. Um like a stretch outside of stand-up. Like he had like a very short-lived uh, show called Uncle Buck, um, which I guess was rebooted in a movie. Yeah. But outside of that, he didn't really like uh, expand into movies and TV. Like He was mainly uh, stand-up, and then he did like, a Broadway run for a bit. But, uh, but his stand-up yeah, was always really good. Yeah. I mean, a uh, guy was... Uh, and he was apparently a real great guy to work with, very nice uh, offstage, so he wasn't like a dick. You get a lot of these comedians that are very bitter... <laughs> <laughs> like myself, uh, <laughs> but uh, Kevin Meaning, a very nice guy. So it's uh, so. 
Why do you think they're all dying so young, Tony? It's just sad, Dom. We're all sad. You know, when we, when we uh, put out these episodes of uh, <laughs> these these episodes where we uh, put about two minutes of effort into it, uh, you know, it's just, um, I don't know. I don't Tony, know. now that is, that is uh, not true. We put a lot of effort into this show every week, at least 30 minutes worth. <laughs> I, I would say we put less than 30 minutes of effort into our show. I, we put way more effort than 30 minutes into the show. It just usually appears that we've put in less than 30 minutes of effort into the it's, show. Uh, it's, this is what it is. And I, oh, we'll go a little bit behind the scenes here for the for listeners. Uh, Jeremy and I will still exchange uh, emails, uh, <laughs> mainly, mainly me, throwing out some topics. And, and Jeremy will get all bitter and surly and say, no, let's not talk about that. Uh, and then uh, nothing from Don at all. Yeah. And then we uh, come into the studio. And Don spends about 45 minutes trying to set up the audio, uh, even though there's nobody touching the audio. Like You can't even get to where the board is because of all the beer bottles mm-hmm. and, and tissues that are surrounding, <laughs> that are surrounding the, the, uh, the studio setup. So, uh, so this, turned into a, this turned into a segment to remind our audience how amazing Kevin Meany was as a comedian and how nice <laughs> he was to work with. And a reminder of how big of a douchebag and asshole Tony is to work with. <laughs> I cannot disagree with that. <laughs> but I didn't. It wasn't my fault tonight, by the way. I, I everything was set up and ready to go. We were just having difficulty getting Jeremy on board. Yeah, it was my Skype. I've upgraded it. I still don't know what the problem is. But you know what? No one cares about any of that. Because <laughs> it will be up. Yes. Yes. And that's all that matters. That's right. That is. That is absolutely right. And. Um, again, um, Tony, I'm sorry that I don't respond to your emails. I apparently have that as a problem. I will, I will work to fix that to help bridge. Uh, it's not like you have together. your phone on you at all times. I don't, I don't look at my phone all the time, believe it or not. I don't know, but let's move on. Let's move on. Man, man. Uh, so <laughs> well, this weekend, yeah, after the show, the you know, show posts on, on Friday and then Monday is Halloween. Halloween. We haven't done a whole lot of Halloween <laughs> coverage this year. Halloween. Even though it's one of my favorite holidays. Took the kids to a pumpkin patch this past weekend. How was that? Uh, have, or, now, you. this is your first year with a child. Have you been able to do that? Uh, we got a pumpkin, but didn't really feel like we needed to go out. Uh, it would have been kind of a wasted trip having a five-month-old uh, just staring at the sky. Yeah, you got <laughs> to You got to take the child out, Tony. You got to take well, her yeah, out. Yeah, but you know, I mean, the first, you know. The first five months was that that kid's not going to enjoy it. Yeah, but it's not for her to enjoy. It's for you to enjoy. Uh, I don't enjoy. Uh, <laughs> I don't enjoy going out. I, I forgot. Now, I know that. eventually I'll have to, you know, go out and do that kind of stuff. But uh, I still got like, a good year before. You'll I have to feign interest soon enough. Yeah, next year. Next year I'll have to go out. Hey, I will say that I did discover there's a um, the pumpkin patch we went to this year um, also serves beer. So um, that was a little bit more fun this year, doing hay rides and being able to have uh, have some beer while you're out there doing it. By the way, we're uh, just to get off a slight off topic. Uh, we were actually going to ask uh, Jeremy and his family if they wanted to go a uh, pumpkin uh, patch. Uh, they want to go to a pumpkin patch this weekend when we were in uh, his area looking at, at houses. And uh, Jeremy, what he does is he says he's constantly busy now. It's like <laughs> I'll text him saying, "Hey, you want to get together?" And he's like, "Oh no, can't at a birthday party." And I, I know that's not a fact. He's, he's, he's no, I was, I was at a birthday party to to 
to my defense again, Tony, it's not like you call, you sent me a text, you're like, hey, I'm going to be in your area in a little bit. You sent me a text saying, I'm at the Lido's by your house eating, you should come by. So <laughs> it wasn't pre-planned, it was just you telling me you were nearby uh, at a moment's notice. But I was at a kid's birthday party because, as Don will tell you, that is what life becomes with more than one child, is you're at birthday parties every weekend. Now, why would you not call me? You don't want to hang out with my litter of children? <laughs> I would, but you're, like, never around. You don't answer emails or text messages, and you're never around That's on the weekends. That's not true. I respond to your text messages. I respond okay. to your text That's messages. Okay, that's true. That's true. Days later, but yes. Well, okay. <laughs> that might very well... That might very well be. I, I, um, I, yeah. So we went, we went to uh, Pumpkin Patch, did a little hayride. Uh, they had a new cool thing this year. Was a uh, like an air cannon gun that shoots ears of corn across cornfields. Thought that was pretty fun. Trying to think about how we can uh, incorporate that into the backyard. <laughs> well, you got a pretty open backyard. I think we could pull that off. We should work on that, Jeremy. Next time you come over, which is never. 2018, I will come by for another episode. Tony, are you going out for Halloween with your child, despite that they are five months old and are not going to really be able to trick or treat? We will not be doing it this year, uh, but uh, next year we'll be out. Not even buying a cute costume. We'll do that. Uh, I don't know. I think we're going to be dressing up as a pumpkin, possibly. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, I need to get on that. But uh, I'm assuming you guys will be out in full force. Both oh, yeah. your kids, right? Of course I am. I have, we're going to have actually people come to my house because uh, my house is a, lot, in a bunch of townhouses, so it's got a lot of people that give out candy in a very short area. So when people come to our house to trick-or-treat, should be a great time. Uh, Don, do you know what your kids are going to do for costumes yet, or is that not your job? I um, I believe it's not my job, but I believe that we have some sort of like Star Wars theme going on, so each are going as a Star Wars character. Um, but I, it, somebody might also be going as a Disney princess, which tells me that this theme of everyone dressing as a Star Wars character is rapidly falling apart. So to be honest with you, could not tell you. My focus is getting the Hayride trailer ready. If you were here, you would see that the rails are up on it. Um, just have to get everything bolted together to get the, the, the trailer that has been sitting here since last Halloween uh, to get together to take it out again for one more night um, over the course of the past year and maybe we can get a picture of that dom put that on the uh site uh the radio for winners facebook page this friday uh, when we put the episode up so people can see the work that you put into it i will i will most certainly put that up for the world to see well my kids keep changing their mind every day what they want to be if you ask them what they want to be one day they want to be a, you know a shark or a dinosaur or whatever well, finally, we just we had to just figure out what they were going to do because they kept changing their minds. So we went out and we bought the Mario and Luigi hats, and we're going to dress them up as Mario and Luigi because they play nothing but Super Mario Brothers. And all they've done for the last three days is fight physically with each other over who is going to be. <laughs> I thought this would be an easy costume because they would be excited about it, but instead they're just constantly screaming and fighting over it. So they may not go out as anything. They may, so, <laughs> they may just stay home, and what, I'll go out. One wants to be Mario, and the other wants to be Luigi, or do they they're both fighting over Mario, they're over Luigi? What are they fighting over? They both want to be Luigi, and I don't know why. Why would you want to be Luigi? Yeah, I feel like he's, the, he's not the guy you want to be. You want to be Mario. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, <laughs> I'd love to say there was a better plan than that, but uh, at this point they might just both be Luigi. It's a good time. Having, having kids uh, at Halloween should be fun, but somehow it's always stressful. Now, are you guys going to dress up? No. Yes, I'll be dressed up as Larry Poon. Mm. 
Now, I see all these people that go my Facebook feed that are constantly kind of going to these Halloween parties. And I, I mean, I don't dress, I don't have a costume, but I feel like all these people have like really like fancy costumes. I, I don't have like a fancy costume in my closet or anything that it's like a go to costume that I've worn over the years. I don't have anything. I've never had a, a truly good costume. They've always been kind of just something I went to like Rite Aid and put together and then slapped on some face paint. Uh, like once I went as like uh, like dead Elvis, but it was just like uh, just like Elvis sunglasses and a red makeup on the face. It was very bizarre. I'm not very good with uh, costumes. I don't like to put any kind of effort into it. I just like to go to the party and get drunk and then awkward, awkwardly sit either on a couch by myself or by wherever the keg is. <laughs> you know, before I had kids, we would go to Halloween parties where I would have a costume, and I'd put time and effort into it. But yeah, now that I do, I'm not going to go to a, a... Unless I'm going to go by myself, which is never that much fun, because it means I have to drive home. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to put a costume on to just go trick-or-treating with my kids. It seems seems weird. Yeah, I mean, I'm not putting anything together either, and, and I'm just staying local, you know what I mean? But it... You know, I tell you, I, I kind of enjoyed Halloween last year. It was on like a Saturday or, you know, like you, you were able to kind of sleep in the next day. But this year it's on a Monday. So it's uh, I'm not I'm not looking forward to, number one, going out, taking the kids trick-or-treating and then having to get up the next morning. I assure you of that. Yeah. They should just make the holiday the last Saturday. I think uh, so, too. It should month. be the last Saturday, the last Friday or Saturday of the month of October. Well, Don, I think this is the perfect chance for us as parents for several years to give our new dad tony some great tips on what to do on halloween with your kids dad dad hacks what I like to do is send my wife out with the kids to go trick-or-treating, and I will stay at home to give out candy to kids who come by, but that really means I will drink several beers and eat all the good candy. Dad hacks. Dad I still like to pretend that um, some creepy person out there is putting razor blades in all of the candy, and that as an adult, it is my responsibility to go through each child's candy bag and inspect each piece of candy by putting it into my mouth and eating it before the kids wake up the next morning. That way they never know. Dad hacks. Question for dad hacks. When is it appropriate to take your child to a house and then leave and then just put on different masks and go back to that same house? What age can I do that? Anytime you want. Dads. Yeah, no one's really keeping track of which kid comes by unless you don't have a costume at all or come back in the exact same very memorable costume. No one's going to check. You wait five minutes, you can go right back. Out the house gives up full candy bars and do it there. Now, the question becomes... When is it appropriate for you to yell at the neighborhood kids? You know, if they are coming by your house, taking extra candy, or you see them causing mischief through the neighborhood, is it acceptable for you to yell at the neighborhood kids? My answer is yes. You own the property. 
You own the grass, and you control those kids on your property. But also be prepared to throw eggs back at them at 2 o'clock in the morning when they come to egg your house. Be ready. Always be ready. Dad hacks. I normally, instead of searching the kids' candy to find the razor blades, because in a way, you kind of hope there's one in there, but I like to go through and take all the candy out that I don't want them to eat or candy that I think is too much for them. And then I put it back in the bucket to give out to the neighborhood kids when they come by. So I only have to buy a very small bag of candy and I'm set the entire night. Dad hacks. Dad hacks. To go along with that, uh, let's say you're going, you're going to spend $20 on candy. You go out, you only buy the fun size snacks. You buy $10 worth and then you go out and get yourself a cheesesteak. And then when you come home, you say, oh, yeah, this costs 20 bucks. I can't believe candy's so expensive. Dad Tony is already a dad hacks genius. Well done. Well done. The question I have is, when is it acceptable to hand out change? <laughs> Never. Unless you're Mrs. Link, and Mrs. Link was my grandmother's next-door neighbor back in the late 70s, early 80s, and she always used to hand you a roll of pennies. And you always take that roll of pennies and put it in a sock and hit the old lady over the head because it's never acceptable for you to give out rolls of coins. Dax. This isn't even a dad hack. One year we ran out of candy, so my mom gave out canned food. (laughs) 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 And you just saw the kids stare at her. (laughs) It's chilly. And she's like, I don't know. I didn't know what else to give out. I'm like, you just close the door and turn the light on. <laughs> you don't leave the light on and give kids cans of chili. What are you doing? <laughs> mom hacks. <laughs> yeah. My mom had some good ideas sometimes. Sometimes not so many. I guess that was the end of the dad hacks because the music yeah, went off. But music thought that's how you know you're done. Yeah. Now, I, I will say. I forgot about I'm 30 seconds in. <laughs> I had a I had like a preschool teacher. Everybody was excited to go to like her house and because uh, she lived in the neighborhood and she gave out like toothbrushes one year or, or like a sticker that said, don't forget to brush your teeth. You know, like nowadays you just want to go and just just egg that lady's house. We had a dentist that lived in the neighborhood that would do the same thing, but you assume the dentist is going to give you dental hygiene. I mean, you assume that, but I mean, you know, you might as well give some candy out to continue the business. You know what I mean? That's true. That's not very smart on his part. That's right. He's giving out pixie sticks. But you know what is smart on our part? Ending the show. Well, we can do that, (laughs) or we can move on to an announcement. We are ending the the podcast. This is the last one. I hate when he says that. But we're going to continue to move on to a regular segment that we call Radio for Winners. And the news! That's right, Radio for Winners and the news! Jeremy would normally be the one saying this right now, but he's decided for the second time to not make his way to the Beat Lab, so I get the honor of introducing it. You know, next time I'm there, we should probably just pre-record me doing that a bunch, so that when I stay home, we have them. I have 800 copies of it. I might as well just take one and use it. It won't make any sense, but not that my normal news story talk-offs make any sense anyway. So our first story, since we've only got two more weeks of the presidential election... Uh, assuming that Trump doesn't argue it and uh, and can you know, keep dealing with it for months afterwards. Uh, here's the last, possibly the last political story we get to share on Radio for Winners and the news about this election cycle. So a woman in Amherst, New York, went to a Trump gathering. Uh, she was very, she's not a Trump supporter, and she went in. She was very upset about it. So she went in, 
and started screaming uh, about how they, you know, she didn't like Donald Trump, and everyone threw her out. So she got angry and she started smearing the cars with peanut butter. She would draw penises nice. on the cars with the peanut butter until the police showed up. Now, the problem is several things. One, that's destructive. Not good. You don't want to do that to people's cars, even if you disagree with their political beliefs. But more importantly, she was not at a Trump gathering at all, but some sort of <laughs> community group. <laughs> a conservation. <laughs> and that's why she was thrown out, because she was drunkenly yelling about Donald Trump at this meeting that had nothing to do with politics. I feel like that would be, that would be you. I don't have the effort to do that. I realize, but I feel like that would be, um, that would be, uh, that would be you. Uh, unsurprisingly, she had a breath alcohol concentration of 0.2. That's pretty high. That's, that's way over the legal limit. So she has been uh, arrested but is free on bond because she did not get caught driving. And for that, we thank her. Because drunk driving is never funny. Never funny. <laughs> drunk driving. Boy, where were you back in the 80s to give yourself that advice? Well, you know what? We have another story that deals with that same exact topic, Don. Talk it up. Hey, do we have another story to talk about that deals with the same topic that we just talked about? Well, it would be Radio for Winners if we didn't have several news stories that tied together. And in this situation, Jeremy has a new one. This does not deal about politics, <laughs> but it does deal with drunk driving. In case, the audience can't, in case the audience can't tell, I don't know what the news stories are, and I have to talk them up, and Jeremy's having some fun with this. I am very much. Uh, it, it's a, it is also about drunk driving, but it's a very positive story. Uh, it's not often you can have a positive story about drunk driving because technically the story is not about driving at all. In a bar in Sherwood Park, Canada, uh, a woman came back to her car the next day. She was very smart. She took an Uber home, came back the next day to get her car, and there was a note on her car, uh, and it reads, I'm not sure if you consumed alcohol at a restaurant or not. But I want to thank you for not drinking and driving. Enclosed is a voucher for one pound of our delicious chicken wings. Signed, the owner of the bar in Sherwood Park. Now, that would be great if that was um, that bar over here in Arnold that has the uh, world's greatest heroes, wings. I would have had 2,000 pounds <laughs> of <laughs> Actually, I would not have because my car would never have been left there because I'm a stupid, stupid man. Your car would have had dust on the windshield like it's been there for years. The license plates would have expired a long time ago. You would be 700 pounds. Oh, so I don't think I understand the story. So she left the car outside the bar, and the bar owner assumed that she... Instead of drinking and driving, that she decided to leave the car there. So Correct. he gave her okay, and he gave her uh, a voucher. Who does that? Uh, I mean, the owner of Original Joe's, Shore Park, Canada. So if anyone's over that way, just leave your car there overnight. Don't have to get drunk or not. You get free wings. I'm sure that's what he was aiming at when he did the, when he did this promotion. But I think it's a pretty great deal. I think a lot of bars should offer reasons not to drive home, other than just not to get arrested. Because apparently, that's not a good enough motivator for many people. <laughs> That's uh, it's be a good motivator for uh, for 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 I think a couple of people in this podcast. I gotta tell you, this you can't get good wings here, by the way, in uh, Northern Virginia. Uh, they don't have good wings. Well, isn't that where uh, Bonchon is? Yeah, but I mean, some days you just want uh, traditional Buffalo style wings, Tradition. and uh, <laughs> and you can't you can't get uh, just good decent buffalo wings. You have to you have to go with Bonchon all the time, which is great, but again, sometimes you just want regular buffalo wings. Tony, maybe you should take the time to learn how to make good buffalo wings. Don here, I don't know if you're still doing it, but you were doing Blue Apron. 
I am. Yeah, we we do that quite often, and uh, yeah, still still enjoy it. Yeah, my what wife is final actually news story. Oh. May appeal to both of you. I thought he wanted me to continue to talk about Blue Apron. I don't continue sort of, the news. Thought we Our wanted some sponsor. sort of sponsorship. Uh, okay, this has to do with Blue Apron. Uh, just cooking in general, Don. I was trying to make that smooth. Go ahead. <laughs> do you like to cook? Are you a general? Well, then the next story you're going to love because it's about generals cooking or cooking in general. I'm not sure because Jeremy's not here again. Now, if this story is about generals who cook, I would be very impressed with that talk up, Don. But unfortunately, it is not. But I just bring it up because I know you've become a fan of making your own food and trying new things. So I wanted you to know that in London, the first semen cooking class is starting soon. Oh, hey. Now, this class is not officially started yet. They're trying to get people to sign up online if 30 people sign up, which right now they are probably under that. Uh, but they will start the semen cooking class. Uh, it's about, about using, you know, your own semen or semen you obtained from a friend to make fabulous food dishes. Hey, hold on. Don's working on a batch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we, how do we, how do we sign up? Is there like a, is there a website? You go online to Wonderrush. Wonderrush will let you sign up for local classes. But again, it's in London. It's not really local for us. Uh, but apparently they will run on a bring your own semen basis. And they <laughs> and they will hey, make some items. Rub your chicken wings in that batter. <laughs> <laughs> they did say they'll teach you how to make jerk chicken, huh? Bing bong. There he is. Wash it down with some small <laughs> oh, island man. iced tea. My God. And you want to know why <laughs> Sewer Hogan is continuously on this show. You want to know why? Well, they did say they understand a lot of people may not sign up because it might be a hard idea to swallow. My God. <laughs> I think it's time we end the show. I feel like we uh, we're not doing the talk ups anymore, Don. I feel like we kind of dropped. Uh, do you want me? Do you want me to do a talk up? Yeah. All right. Let me see if I can put one together. I'm Natty Wise. He are York's hottest. Hey, everybody. If you want some fun? Continue to listen to this podcast, Radio for Winners. Boy, these guys have it together. And they seem like they're always together. But here's Dead or Alive, YCR. I, get to know your name. I guess I didn't talk about this guy dying. Yeah, that's okay. We definitely have it together, don't we? <laughs> we are giant trash fire. <laughs> Somewhere along the line, the last, I don't know, 100 and some episodes, we have gone off the rails. I don't think so. I really enjoy doing this show. Uh, if you like us, uh, you can rate us on iTunes. Uh, like our Facebook page, Radio for Winners. Or tweet us, at Radio for Winners. Jeremy, we're going to have you back in studio next week. I don't know about that, Don. <laughs> nah, I should be there. Okay. Tony, we're going to get you back in studio soon? No. <laughs> I, will, I will be in studio uh, very soon. Before 2017, I'll be in Hey, Jeremy! Jeremy! Oh, don't. Hey, Jeremy! I hope you and I can continue to build on our relationship. 
I really enjoy being on your show, and I really want to continue to work on our friendship. Look what you've done, America. Look you. All right, see you next week. Three, two, one, go. You can follow. You can. Contact Radio for Winners on Twitter at Radio for Winners, Facebook.com, search for Radio for Winners, or if you want to send us an email, hit us up on the Gmail, rfwshow at gmail.com. Well, there you have it, folks. Another happy ending from the good people, Jimmy James Incorporated. <laughs>